Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Grap City Interviews. You know us, I'm Will Washington, it's Philip Lindsay there, it's Righteous Reds there. But that's not why you're here, you're never here for the three of us, not in Grap City Interviews, you're always here for our special guest, and here we have a very, very special guest. She is one of two contenders for the AEW Women's World Championship getting her shot at the title this Sunday at AEW Revolution. She is the one and only Ruby Soho. Ruby, thanks for being here. That was a great introduction. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Man, we are just so blessed to have Ruby Soho on our show today. How are you, Ruby? I'm great. I'm great. And just so you know, that that is now going to be stuck in your heads for the rest of the day. So you're welcome. It's, of are you kidding me? It's been stuck in my head all day preparing for this interview. Literally, so as I'm... many people yell at me about that. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm so stuck in my head. I'm like, you no, honestly, like, though, <laughs> it's too catchy for some. Guys. Sometimes you have wrestling things stuck in your head and they're the worst. This mm-hmm. one's not the worst. So exactly. it's great. You know, no, it, it ended up being just the perfect combination mm-hmm. for you. The you ending up with that theme song, you ending up with the name um, and shout out Lars, who actually does host here on Fightful, hosting the Wrestling Perspective podcast. Uh, But uh, talk to us about the theme a little bit, because I mean, you have Taz singing it on commentary on a regular basis, which is one of the (laughs) highlights. We all love it. Who knew back in the day in ECW when him and Bam Bam fell to the ring that this is where he would land? This, I love it. This is it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Taz. 
with mm-hmm. so much. And that is such a constant. I think it's become something that people are like almost upset about when it doesn't happen. Yes. Like, <laughs> for some reason, somebody's like, we need jazz to sing, sing Ruby's theme music. I, the only thing I'm just, I just, I one day, I don't know when it's going to be. It could, you know, be an elevation or, or dark or whatever, but I'm just going to come straight to the commentary table and put down the lyrics in front of him. This <laughs> <laughs> is the words to the song. <laughs> somehow it's, it's pretty much the same. It's my name over and over and over again, yeah. but somehow he, he almost, almost never gets it right. <laughs> never, ever, ever. I love him to death. He'd be like, Taz, just read him. Just read the lyrics. You can sing it as much as you want. Just get the words right. Did you, you, you anticipate next to him and snap too? Because he's he's never on beat. Oh, <laughs> oh bless him. But no, he's the best. He's he's added a little bit to to the entrance music with with that um, that I think people people follow along with. So it's a uh, it's pretty great. Did you anticipate that it would be as as strongly over as it would be like when you like going into All Out 2021, your debut in uh, Now Arena, uh, which was already a monumental night. Um, You ended up setting the tone for that being such a huge night because we saw Adam Cole debut later Mm -hmm. on. We saw Brian Danielson debut, but you really helped set the tone for what that night was going to be. Did you know, basically, with all of the preparation going into that, that that theme song was going to be what it is to fans right now? So I knew how much I loved that song. Mm-hmm. And I knew how excited I was to use that song. Um, I was not even remotely close to prepared, you know, you know, a few months leading into it after I had done Lars's podcast. Um that that was it was just going to essentially change my life um using the song and using the name and everything and being so overwhelmingly grateful to the band itself for allowing me to use you know probably you know one of their most popular songs that they've ever um come out with so i knew how catchy it was to me um but i wasn't sure how uh how it was going to be perceived um to the crowd um, I had obviously done the vignettes prior to arriving at AEW, um, and I think that song really just pulled it all together. Like I wanted to show kind of my journey um, along from being released until I get, got to AEW, and um, I think it really just brought it all together, um, and it really just put that exclamation point that it needed for me to arrive at AEW. Um, and then now that the fans are really starting to get the words a little bit better than task, um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's really uh, becoming something that I just, I look forward to every week. I look forward to every time I go out there is to be able to sing with them. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's really just made my career and, 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 you know, my journey. So, so much better. Yeah, That's honestly, awesome. I, I think about the fact that um, I never thought ever I was going to see Rancid in concert at any point. But then it turned out that Double or Nothing last year, <laughs> you actually, um, what I thought was a really, really solid performance, too. Like, That's honestly, cool. it's amazing. Yeah. They were yeah, amazing. They were amazing. They played it flawlessly. Like that oh. was one of my favorite live performances I've seen. And I'm, I'm not just saying this. I, I genuinely mean as far as wrestling is concerned. Um, it's probably them and like Living Color performing Cult of Personality at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like yeah, really, yeah. those are the two as far as uh, bands performing mm-hmm. a their hit song 
for a wrestler down to the ring. I thought that was one of the best ones. How was it at Double or Nothing having them perform it for you? Bro, it was... I tell everybody, like all of my fans, I let them know from the get. Um, I will never get cooler than that moment. (laughs) In coolness there. Like, it's all downhill from there. There's no way that my entrance or anything could ever get cooler. I might as well have just retired after that. (laughs) It it was so overwhelming to me. Um, When we rehearsed it that day, uh, I came out to the ring and I did my entrance and I got on the corner and like did a pose and I looked over at them playing and I just started bawling because 13 year old me is losing her mind at how this is even fathomable that this incredible iconic band is playing me for me they're there for me um so it was like i still get chills like every time i think about it it was probably one of probably one of the top moments of my entire career my life in general it was just and they were so cool and they were so much fun and like they were so rad and like i came to the back after i lost the match and they were in their dressing room i went into their dressing room they're like come on i was like i'm sorry it's like the curse right though play again for after you won and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry right it's the gift and the curse though right because like like, i I won that night anyway like yeah you did you won And it's so cool because they they rarely, um, as a band that's been around, you know, over, you know, 20 years, um, they rarely get to do something that they've never done before. They've done mm. it all pretty much. And so for them to be able to do something together that they haven't done before, which is, you know, play a wrestler to the ring, um, you could tell that they had so much fun and they were just, they were so great and they were so supportive. So especially, awesome. especially with how much Lars loves pro wrestling. Oh, like God. you just know, like the same iconic moment you were having, he was having the same yeah. thing at the same yeah. time, which is he, he so amazing so to see. He was so excited about it, and and the the continued support from him is 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 also something that I have to pinch myself on pretty often because he's just he he'll he'll you know tweet at me or about me or whatever all the time, and he'll text me to let me know that he liked a match I did or something, and it's still mind blowing that somebody I've I've looked at as, as a hero is is somebody I can call a friend. So, um, so yeah, I. He'll be there this weekend. It's San Francisco. You know, he's oh, I'm sure. Be I'm sure. And, and, and if I don't win again, he's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that. You're the number one contender now. You've been on a super duper hot streak since mm-hmm. you've returned from your injury that you had. Um, how have you felt returning? Um, and how does it feel to be in this position as a number one contender in a triple threat match here? Yeah. You have another little number one contender going. How do you how are you feeling coming back recently? Oh, it, it, I honestly feel the best that I've felt in a in a really long time. Like physically, mm. um, I feel a lot better. You know that not only did you know that three months that I was off, you know, help me heal from you know breaking my nose, but. I think it helped me heal the rest of my body too. Um, I think when I when I first got here, uh, my body went into a little bit of shock <laughs> because uh, I was having matches that were a lot longer than the ones that I was having previously against uh, a lot 
I think, uh, grittier and hungrier girls that are, mm -hmm. you know, newer and that are out to prove themselves. So I'm having longer matches, harder hitting matches, um, more high risk matches than I, I ever had before. And so I think my body was like, <laughs> you're too old for this. Um, so I think that three months definitely helped me do. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba reset on everything and, and just really focus on healing every part of like my back, my neck, everything that like was like just, you know, little injuries that were bothering me. Um, and so physically I feel the best that I felt in a while and, and, and I'm in a great headspace as far as like um, what I need to do um, to 
see the success that I want to see in my career. Um, and obviously I'm in the exact position that I wanted to be in when I came back is, is to be in contention for the title. Um, so everything's going as planned, except for this stupid, you know, being in the middle thing of this, these cat fights <laughs> that continuously follow me around again, too old for it. Um, so, uh, other than that, not exactly on the, the plan, but, um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I feel like my momentum leaving, leading into this pay-per-view um, is is at the best that I have been in any of her, uh, the other title contentions I've been in. So I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. So you are kind of in the middle of like this cat fight between the outsiders and the originals. Um, mm -hmm. And people are kind of trying to figure out where do you fall in this because you're mm -hmm. not quite an original because you're not an AEW original, even right. though I feel like. AW is your home mm -hmm. and you're not quite an outsider either. So where do you really fit? Um, I have kind of told a lot of people that like they, I don't even know how I ended up here guys. Like, I don't know how I ended up in the middle. I feel like I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, a bunch of times where at, like I was just in, a, I'm just trying to come to work and I'm trying to win matches and I'm trying to go home. That's all I do. I just mind my business. I do what I need to do when I go. Cause I'm again, too old for it. Uh, but now I'm in this position where I'm being pulled in both directions and I don't really want to go either. I, I just, I, if I had to choose a side, I'm choosing my side. That's what, that's the side I'm choosing. Um, cause at the end of the day, that's all I can depend on is me. Um, and, and if I'm winning the title, I, I'm winning the title, not a, a group. I did the group thing before I did it hmm. for four years. It's the best, some of the best times in my entire life. I ain't doing mm -hmm. it again. I'm over it. I just, I'm, I'm choosing my side. I'm choosing me and I'm the only person I can depend on to make sure I take home that gold. So as far as the cat fight crap that keeps happening, I just, I just, I would love for it to just stop, but I don't know how to run away from it and still run towards the gold. I feel like it's just something I got to maneuver through in order to get to where I want to be. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been an ordeal. You know, I was gonna say because it is at least a little bit of a an interesting, almost dreamlike scenario for a lot of yeah. people. Because when you think about the fact that uh, back in late, I think it was 2017, was mm -hmm. it that? Um, okay, so you had of course debuted um, mm -hmm. the Riot Squad, but right mm -hmm. around that same time, over on right. the other brand, uh, Absolution debuted, and yep. that was always kind of seen as a Really? Like, mm -hmm. kind of doing this all at the same time? Mirroring uh, each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah mirroring each other quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so uh, one of the things that uh, ended up happening was, you know, you being the leader of this group over here mm -hmm. and then uh, Soraya being seen as the leader of this group, you kind of were seen as equivalents. And then even mm -hmm. when they did the, um, what did they call it at the time? The superstar shakeup, they swapped the two factions. Yes. And so you guys like never really got to uh, face off in that way. And mm -hmm. here we are now coming up on revolution. And all of a sudden here we have Soraya entering the ring with mm -hmm. Ruby Soho. You happen yeah. to have Jamie Hayter, the women's world champion in the middle here. But mm -hmm. for a lot of people, this is a little bit of a dream scenario. How, yeah. how does that feel as far as that's concerned? Um, so I, I definitely, I've, I've always been a fan of Soraya. Um, I've always, um, I've always looked at her as someone who kind of paved the way for, a woman like me to be accepted 
um, in the wrestling industry. Uh, I feel like, you know, alternative women by, with people like her and Lita, um, if it wasn't for them that I would not have been as accepted as I have been, you know, over the, over the last few years. So, um, I definitely have monumental amounts of respect for her. Um, and I, I have obviously when my hair was longer and it was black, um, because, you know, women can only be seen as similar by the color and length of their hair. Um, (laughs) I was compared to her a lot, um, throughout, uh, my, my early days in my career. Um, and while that was, you know, an honor to be compared to somebody with the talent caliber of her, um, I was definitely out to show that I was different, um, and that we are two very different competitors. And I think, um, one of the reasons that that is also, uh, you know, a dream scenario for people is to see how different we really are. And the one way you can prove that is to step into a ring together. So I'm, I'm excited myself to see exactly, um, how that interaction, um, takes place. But, um, I'm also, you know, excited to step into the ring with somebody I've had a lot of respect for, for a really long time. Going to be great. Um, Ruby Soho is actually the perfect person here because I've been wanting to get into a topic of discussion that tears the timeline all the way down all the time. And it's about blood. Oh yeah. I said it. Oh my God. I said it out loud. (laughs) Specifically blood and women's wrestling. I'm just a woman. I can't hear that word. And if anyone (laughs) knows about blood and women's wrestling, that would be Miss Ruby Soho. Ruby, (laughs) we saw you have a Muda-like level one (laughs) very recently. Very awesome job. All everybody involved in that match. On this matter, how do you feel? Because there's a certain section of fans that feel like Women shouldn't do that. It's gross. Mm. Stay away from this. Why would they ever? It affects mm. blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about this situation? All right. Uh, let me just mm-hmm. okay, buckle up for this one. Mm-hmm. So I was, when after that match um, aired, the reaction to it was, was very interesting to me. Um, and at first, I didn't know how I felt about it. But as time went on, I realized that this is a conversation that needs to be had mm-hmm. because if blood is in general, it's just not your thing. Totally get it. I completely understand that. That's okay. That's why wrestling is this beautiful melting pot of things is because there's something out there for everybody. But if the fact that I'm a woman and I'm bleeding is the thing that bothers you but you're cool with like Mox and MJF and, and whoever bleeding, but it's just because I'm doing it is the, th- the thing you have a problem with, then it's a different conversation. Because at the end of the day, obviously, all we want as women's wrestlers is to be treated equally, to be treated the same. So I think that it was a very in- important conversation to be had because there was arguments on both sides. And, and to me, I feel like it's straying away from the one thing that we are trying to get away from is the reason that there is women's wrestling is to give you something to look at when in reality, like 
obviously, if I'm covered in blood, I'm probably less attractive <laughs> to most people. And if that's your problem, then sorry to tell you, then I'm just going to keep getting more unattractive because my, my lipstick's all over my face all the time. My hair looks like I got electrocuted constantly when I'm wrestling. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm out there for is to be attractive to you. Right. So if that is what you're watching me for, then stop watching me. Um, you know, there's a lot of other colorful words that I could use. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, if, if you've got a problem with it, don't watch it. But this is to me, another example of us being treated equally um, in, in the vein of, of wrestling and in and, and women's wrestling is to be treated the same, to have the same expectations um, as the guys and to be able to do everything that the guys are doing, including, you know, looking like Carrie. <laughs> well, and honestly, I, I was a big fan of that main event. Just honestly, I, you know, we've had Willow Nightingale on the show and we've sung her praises to her face. But um, I and honestly, just the combination of you two um, was something that at that point in time, I was really getting into just the mm -hmm. idea of um, it almost reminded me of um, of Wednesday and Edie for people who haven't seen um, Wednesday yet. It, it very much yeah. reminded me of that dynamic between yeah. those two characters. Um, did, do you see more for that tandem of you and Willow Nightingale? Um, or how has that gone for you? Uh, I'm absolutely open to it. She was, she was an amazing, amazing partner. And she taught me a lot and she helped me a lot and she supported me a lot. And I just overall just love her as a person. Um, she, she brought out, uh, an enjoyment of wrestling that I haven't had in a very long time. I go out there and, and my matches a lot of times and I'm obviously I'm singing my song, I'm jamming out, I'm having a good time, but, um, sometimes I forget to really just enjoy this wild ride that I'm on and that I've been on for a long time. Um, she forces me to just enjoy it. Cause like I, I, even when I'm trying to be serious, I can't not look at her and smile. <laughs> like it's frustrating. She's just so cute. I can't stand it. But um, and anytime I try to take anything too seriously, she's always the person that brings me back down um, to just realizing that I we do have the coolest job in the world and uh, to be able to really enjoy it. So I am absolutely in any any circumstance, any way, shape, or form that that girl ever needs me i am there and if that is in a, a tag capacity or just as as a human being i'm i'm there for her because she has just brought such a wonderful light to my life um and is just such a beautiful person inside and out and so unbelievably talented that i'm you know i'm here for her, no matter what how has it never come up by the way that she is a tattoo artist you Seem to like tattoos, just a hunch. I got a couple. How does that never come up? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know that. I don't. I don't know that it's very well known that that she that she's a tattoo artist. I don't think that a lot of people know that about her. I don't think that she also gives the uh, the tattoo artist. Um, maybe not I don't think that she gives that off very often um but it's also interesting because a lot of people will look at me and think that I'm a tattoo artist and every time right. somebody asks me that I'm like no I just have a lot of really talented friends mm -hmm. and I'm just <laughs> like I'm just that's that's I don't I couldn't I can't draw a save my life so <laughs> nobody wants me to pick up a needle and come anywhere near them if I'm being honest so but 
yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i i would love i would love it if she if i i would get worked on by her in a heartbeat whatever you want to do I, I wouldn't even let her tell me what she was doing i just have her do it that's a friend oh. yeah well i mean at this point i'm covered like <laughs> once you get to the level of covered that i'm I, that i am at this point it becomes a lot less like the significance of your tattoo becomes a lot less <laughs> like you just kind of just whatever you want to do i don't care <laughs> So talking about the idea of uh, wanting the equivalence of what the men get in professional mm -hmm. wrestling, one of the things that's really sought after as far as uh, AEW's women's division is considered is both time and, and placement. And mm -hmm. um, when you think about the, the main events that women have had in AEW, um, there's really two names that come to mind when it comes mm -hmm. to AEW main events, and that is Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. You've actually had some pretty significant main events. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got you, your first one-on-one uh, -on -one match in AEW was the main event of Dynamite mm -hmm. Grand Slam. Um, you had a main event against Chris Statlander uh, in Las Vegas going into um, Double or Nothing, which was one where... I, had you anticipated the crowd for that one, by the way? No. <laughs> Not even close. That is... <laughs> That is something I will never forget. Like I understand. I I I even said this to the fans. Like I I I understood because I love Chris Statlander. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of Chris Statlander, so I understand. If I was a fan, I would be rooting also for Chris Statlander. However, <laughs> the fact that I couldn't speak, I was like, "Yo, I get. I don't know what you want me to do here. It's already done. Like, what? Can I? No, I can't talk. It was." absolutely insane the level of like where i was like i i felt like i was like i was just trying to i was trying to talk to a friend who was like crying and couldn't stop crying and i was like i'm sorry I'm like listen it's okay <laughs> we're gonna get through this guys we're gonna get through this like i i didn't know i was i just i was in such shock like and obviously going into double or nothing later on thank god i had rancid because i was like mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just maybe vegas just hates me <laughs> maybe vegas just doesn't like but i was like really hope that rancid can save me in the vein of like act the actual pay-per-view because i i'm i might get booed out of the building before i even get there <laughs> if I'm being honest. so it was yeah that was a that was a thing well, i mean <laughs> That interestingly goes into the story of this match because I feel like some fans picked who they decided was mm -hmm. the AEW original yeah. Statlander and they picked you as like the outsider, even though they've responded really well to you since you've gotten there. So yeah. I don't know if that was kind of like the building block for this storyline, but it mm -hmm. seems close. I've I've heard rumors that it was, um, uh, but I'm not 100% sure. I, I think obviously I think that this was this divide was probably a long time coming like it was gonna mm -hmm. happen regardless because of how many um people that have obviously come from somewhere else uh coming into the company i think that it was it was inevitable um because that you know after a while you know the the homegrowns are like we built this place and you know the outsiders are like we came here to try and make this place better um so i think that there was there's an argument on both sides so i think that this was kind of inevitable it just kind of I was fortunate enough to be stuck in the middle for when it came to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess finishing out that thought, no, I, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I completely got sidetracked yeah, no, on, on the fact Vegas that you, right, yeah, but at, at the same time, you know, that's exactly 
um, how this has gone for you, where you have mm-hmm. had a lot of, um, and it almost has gone a little bit under the radar that you have mm-hmm. had some monumental main event moments as far as the women's mm-hmm. division is concerned. You just recently had a main event um, mm-hmm. where you came out victorious uh, in a triple threat situation, mm-hmm. um, or I guess three-way is how we're supposed to say that AEW wise, but uh, so <laughs> in the in the three way situation. So how's it felt getting those those spots, getting those main event um, scenarios, and how do you handle that? Um, do, how is the pressure as far as that's concerned? It's I think for all of us as as women, whenever we're handed something, or I guess not handed, but whenever we're getting an op- given an opportunity, mm-hmm. um, the pressure is so much more for us to absolutely knock it out of the park. Um, because the moment that we don't, we don't know when we're going to see that opportunity again. You know, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, maybe we'll try again next week, or maybe we'll try again in a month. Like, no, if we get this, like, we have to kill it. There's no other option. Um, so those moments are scary for me because it's not just pressure for yourself. It's pressure for the entire roster. So if you don't do it and you don't pave the way and, and, and set the tone for what this can look like, then you can affect other women's opportunities, right. which is a lot to handle. And so I have been so un- unbelievably lucky um, to be able to get as many main event spots as I've had and to be able to um, work alongside with some incredibly talented women and to be able to get, you know, opportunities in, in tournaments that I've, I've been, you know, fortunate enough to be a part of. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see, you know, the next few steps that we take in, in this division, because it's, it's, it's still fairly on the new side, you know, AEW as a whole, um, the strides we've made in such a short period of time is, is really amazing to me. And so I'm excited to see, you know, in my career span, how, how many more women's main events can we get? Can we get a main event of all out? Like, can we get to that point? And I, I really, I really want to be able to do that. Can we get some women's tag titles? Can we get, um, you know, a, a women's cage match like i, I want to we, we've had that but like um i, I want blood and guts blood and guts yes that's that's what i meant that's what i meant mm-hmm. but yes i, I want to see all of them i want whether or not i'm a part of them or not like i just i want to i, I want to be around for when these 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 monumental things happen for the women yeah definitely so um i think kind of like wrapping it up going into this match this weekend how will it feel if and when you get the victory this weekend representing AEW as the AEW women's champion, how will it feel for you, Ruby? So after having watched Jamie's reign thus far, um, she is, has been an absolutely incredible champion without a shadow of a doubt. Like she has proved to everyone why they, they stuck by her, why the fans were, like were enamored with her for the last few months and and rooting for her and and basically screaming for everyone to pay attention to Jamie Hayter. Like she has proved it with every single match she's had. She's brought out a fight in every woman that she's had, which I think is 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 what a true champion does is to bring out a special level of fight to show the importance of this title. So, um I think that there's it, like there're going to be some big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Um in that in that instance but i think for me having 
done this for as long as I have and having gone as long as I have without holding championship gold, Mm -hmm. I think I have all the ambition and all the hunger in the world to be able to be that fighting champion, to be able to represent the women in a way that all the women in the roster can be proud of. And I really genuinely, you know, would not take that honor lightly. Um, And I, you know, at the end of the day, I just love to fight people. So I think it'll just give me even more of an excuse to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be able to, you know, really propel this division you know even further um and and do my best to you know represent it the best way i can ladies and gentlemen ruby soho she is going to be challenging for the AEW women's world championship in a three-way match against jamie hater and soraya that's this sunday march 5th san francisco chase center we'll all be there We'll be rooting for you. Come on, man. As mm-hmm. a Midwesterner, I am rooting for you. The pride <laughs> of Indiana, uh, fixture at Berwyn Eagles Club here in Chicago. I will be rooting for you. I love that. <laughs> Dang. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here on Grab City Interviews, Ruby. And we're looking forward to seeing you in the future. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Peace, y'all. Peace.